Um, <clears throat> this, um, welcome to City Temple live stream. This is just one part of the Sunday worship to, uh, gathering. If you would like to join us uh, for our whole service via Zoom, then please email us at info at city temple dash, uh, sorry, info at city dash temple.com. And then um, we can get the links for you to continue joining us in worship. I want you to uh, open your Bibles in um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. I'm going to read the scriptures here from verse 1 to all of the chapter 1, all the way to verse 10. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in, in God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of, us, for all of you constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers, loved by God, that He has chosen you. Because our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. You know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and the Lord. For you received the word in much affliction, with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. For not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achaia, but your faith in God has gone forth everywhere, so that we not need to say anything. For they themselves report concerning us the kind of reception we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and, wait, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom, is, who he, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who deliver us from the wrath to come. And Psalm, Psalm chapter 34, verses 17 to, to 20, it says, <clears throat> When the righteous cry for the help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this time together as we gather as your church to worship you, to be in community, to hear your word, and, and to honor and glorify you. Father, bless us and <clears throat> bring revelation and understanding to our hearts, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, um, just, uh, this text has really been quite one I've been processing for a few weeks and uh, just made me think a lot about church and how we are as a community and the influence that we have as people of God. We have a, a, an influence and a blessing to, to give to others around us. And I was um, having a conversation with a, a neighbor who's Muslim, <clears throat> and we were just sharing about our community, our area where we live, and just about life, just about different things that are happening. Right now, many of them are, are going for a time of fasting um, as, as a part of their religious devotion. Um, but it was interesting having a conversation 
I know with Gisela, we're always praying, always, look, how, do we, how can we be an influence and a blessing to our community? How can we be a blessing also to those who are close to us? And it's not easy, because obviously there's different cultures and different nationalities and different views on even politically and uh, just even how to raise kids. So, so it's interesting when we do have that moment of conversation outside, whether it's at the front of the house. Um, and one of the conversations we were just sharing was obviously about our faith. And one of the things they were sharing about is about their prophet. I remember him saying, when my prophets taught us to bless up to a thousand neighbors, you know, if my, I have a thousand neighbors and I have, to, I have to be a uh, to help, it was the word he used, not a blessing, but to help up to a thousand neighbors. And <clears throat> it was quite impressive. He was very, you know, very proud of, of this kind of truth that he had, that he was able to bless a thousand uh, neighbors, um, which I don't really think <laughs> anyone can really do that. But anyway, he, he was very proud of that, of that truth that his prophet gave him. But anyway, we, I found out myself again in another conversation with him early this week, and and we were just talking about sometimes it's difficult to get along with others and neighbors and, get, and having a good, you know, good relationship with those that are different from us. And for him, it's been difficult. He's an immigrant as well, and he's found it challenging sometimes to be accepted here. And, and, he's, and in that, he's felt anger sometimes towards those who've been hostile or, or rude or arrogant towards him. And I was just saying, you know, it's so important for us, and I, I used his term, my prophet, and, you know, I know it's my Savior, my Lord, and my King, I said, taught us to love our enemies. And he kind of stood back and looked at me and didn't think about that. And he goes, well, that makes sense about you. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you're always very kind even when people are not nice to you. And he goes, you, you seem to have that. You and your family seem to have something different. And so having that love, just, to, just saying that, you know, that we are able to love those who are different or harder or difficult with us. And that's something that we learn from the gospel. And it just brings me to this, this text here, just meditating on it a bit and, and studying. And I thought, these were really people of perseverance, people of influence, people who, who shared the gospel to their community, even when it was difficult, even when it's hard. The Thessalonians were a, a community of believers who um, Paul and, uh, and Timothy and Silas were the people who shared the gospel to them, Silvana, sorry, and they received the gospel, but all of a sudden they, Paul and the missionaries had to leave. And Paul was worried about this community because he thought, you know, we just only spent such a short amount of time with them and now we have to, we've had to leave them and <clears throat> maybe, maybe they've given up on their faith. Maybe they've let go of following Jesus. Maybe they've found it difficult to, to continue. You know, when you're, when you're starting a, a new church, when you're starting a new mission, you know, your, your heart isn't just to go there quickly and then leave. It's, you know, a, a real good missionary, a good church planter, you know, commits to where they are. They commit to the, to the place that God sends them and, and to love the people there and to love the community that they're with. And so I can, you know, this is the heart that Paul had. He loved, he wanted to make sure they did well, but because of the persecution, because of the, 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 the being pushed out from that land, he was worried about them, worried whether or not they had persevered, worried or not if they had really continued, if, if the word had given fruit. And you can re read a lot of missionary journals and studies, you can see how it's hard sometimes that they would go to a land and try and set up camp and build up the community. And sometimes the hostility, whether it's spiritual or just even just the, 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 you know, the government or the, the people or the communities that they're with, you know, sometimes pushes them away and, and they find it very difficult to set up or to, to even let, let, let any fruit grow in that land. But in this case, 
And this is the wonderful thing when, when we read this letter. And just this chapter, just this part that we're going to go into, the report has been good. The report has been good. They had persevered. They haven't given up. They were, they were actually being a blessing to their community. They were continuing to, to stand out and to be a people that had endured, even when there was hostility and difficulties. And Paul's, actually when you read this letter, he's really excited about them. He's really uh, full of joy of seeing what's happening to the community. And there's just these kind of points that for me stand out that I, I wanted to share. There are many in there, but I'm going to pick a few of them. And I want them to be things that we could meditate on and ask God, you know, can we as a community, as, as believers, also grow in that, also ask God to bring that. And, I, and we see that sometimes occurring within us. You know, Paul is grateful for this community. He's excited for them because he's seen that they're able to work in faith, labor in love, and have this steadfast, this immovable and enduring hope. And it's that this is what made them persevere, that they were able to see something further than what they just temporarily were living in, the situation. There was the persecution. There was the difficulty, the hostility. But yet they were able to see something further out. They were able to see, and that was what the gospel had done and changed their lives. They knew that Jesus had died, but they also knew that he had resurrected. There was an empty tomb. And they knew that Jesus would come back again. And so this, these things deep in them kept on giving them faith, kept on giving them love, and kept on giving them hope. And they were steadfast. They were a community that weren't going to be moved by what was happening. And I can imagine Paul receiving information. When, whenever you, when you're ever sending out missionaries, when you're ever working with, with churches, there's always that, you know, how are they doing? Hope they're all well. And, and it's great when we hear, you know, the, the church building is open or the, the church is back together. They're a good news. Those are things that are encouraging. But the things that Paul really looked at wasn't the numbers of the church. It wasn't whether or not they had all the things going for them. He wanted to know their faith, their love, their hope. It was steady. Those things in their hearts were keeping them forward. They were keeping them going. And, they, and, and he then affirming them, letting them know, you are chosen. Now don't let anything else move you. You are chosen by God. And so God enables us to do His will where we are. God enables this community, and I want us to know that God enables us to do his will, where we are right now. doesn't matter what we have or don't have. doesn't matter what's opposing or what's against. You know, when we're in God's will, we're able to do great things. And it's also important for us, and I think for, for sometimes to, in, right now we see a lot of people surfing and, and, and searching and looking around. And um, I, I was sharing with someone about you know, joining you know, the church online with us to come and be. And it's such an easy right now for people to move from, well, you know, this service didn't like that or move on to the next channel. It's almost like you could flip the, the TV channel from one to another. And it, like, I remember um, uh, someone saying, a mom saying to her son, the son, uh, you know, come to church. You've got to come to, oh, no, I'm going to watch church online. I'm going to watch church on TV. And then she said back to him, well, if you're going to watch a church on TV, you can have dinner on TV as well and see if that fills you up. It was a kind of a joke saying, like, you know, there are things that you can't do by watching just on, on the TV. I know right now we're living in a situation where we're online, we're connecting through this medium as well. But it's also wonderful when we can meet up and do these small things to, to get to, to be together. So connecting also. I mean, that's where we, we begin to see changes happen in our lives. Now, another thing that stands out to me is also that, that here in this text is that the gospel 
came to them with power. Not just the, not just the power, of, it was the power of the Word, the power of the Holy Spirit, and a conviction. They were people of perseverance because of these things. They had heard the Word and, and had gone into their hearts. And, they were, and Paul was just seeing the first and the next generation begin to, to change, to receive that Word and to continue growing in that. And, I, and that should be our prayer. Lord, that the Word that we, we preach bring that power of the Holy Spirit and bring a conviction to those who hear, to those that are around it. Even those small conversations, maybe those small things that we share with one another, or even our example, our love, to bring a conviction to others. Why does he wake up earlier? Why is he always on time to work? Why does he, why is he, the, you know, why does he go the extra mile? And that, that kind of discipline and dedication, showing that conviction of the Holy Spirit to others. So we see that move of the Spirit lifting and creating the fruit there. They, these were people that knew how to persevere, and Paul bringing out and highlighting this. But there was this, also this moment where Paul says to them, you know, you've been imitators of us, and you've been an imitators of Christ, of our Lord Jesus. And I think so much of our, our sphere of influence, our circle of influence here, again, talking about just being with our neighbors, or just being with people, being with the children, or being with your family, being with, with maybe just you know, the person with, near, close to you and, and just connecting with others. They were, we all have a circle of influence. We all have people that connect with us in one way or another. Um, that's where we, we begin to be these people of perseverance and of influence, where we begin to create the change. I like how in Scripture it says, some, you know, we have to watch and pray. And I'm, I'm bringing this into this because it is that. I, I would love to see people come to Christ quickly. I would love to see, you know, I, 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 you know I've always had that image of, of, you know, the revival or an outpouring where thousands walk in and people come. But I've also, you know, knowing God and understanding His way, sometimes learning to watch and pray. And it's like, you know, when you see a tree or a plant growing, you, you can't put the seed in this morning and expect to have the fruit this evening. You've got to be that patient with it and persevere with it, and just watch and pray. And I like that, about that kind of influence that we have because of our prayers. I wish that my kids were, you know, all wanting to be quiet and sit at church and listen and be diligent, but I've got to watch and pray and be the influence to them and encouraging them and teach them. I like how someone said, you know, we, 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 you know, there are opportunities with our children, with those that we have influence to teach and to share. I'm asking the Spirit of God to give us that, that we can be that, that type of person that are imitators of, of Christ in those ways. But in that same text, there's something that, that stands out to me. And this is one that really challenged me. That when they received the Word, there was much affliction, but they had joy of the Holy Spirit. And it, it almost feels like an oxymoron. It's, it's, that, isn't the Christian life sometimes like that? That we're, you know, God's saying that you are to go through pain, but at the same time have joy. And it feels like these are two completely different things. But this was something of these people that persevered as a church. They had this. That even though they were going through a difficulty, and even though they were people that were suffering persecution, they had joy. They had joy. And it wasn't a natural joy. It wasn't an, an more than ever under this pandemic and lockdowns and, and restrictions and everything. We're having to learn to, to, to be people that show the fruit of the Spirit, to show peace and love and joy, to ask the Spirit to give us joy. 
in those, in those moments to, to show that, that, that God is even with us in this time. And I do see that. I see that sometimes in, in godly leaders. They have this ability to show joy even though they're going through so much suffering, even though they're going through so much difficulties. And sometimes it could be misleading. You think everything is okay with them because they've got a smile, they've got a word of encouragement, because they, 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 you feel happy when you leave them. But sometimes, you, especially when you're discipling or sharing or com, or com, in community, is to also look a little bit behind it. And they're not because they're being fake in, in no way. I think that's genuine joy, even though sometimes we're going through some really difficult times. Um, I just remembering um, just being with someone, and it was a moment of pain that we were going through, but as both of us were believers, there was just this moment of laughter and joy. We were, we were having a, a way of seeing even God moving in a, in a, in a very difficult situation. And I, and I still say, I still, that's a prayer that I ask, Lord, give me joy. Because I'm one of those people that really like to uh, put my heart on my sleeve. I, I, sh- I kind of share where I am. I, I'm very open about my life and my heart in many ways when you talk with me. But I also got to be careful because I, I don't want it to, you know, it's very easy to fall down into, you know, this is really bad, this is really painful. But also to say, okay, God, there's joy. Not that the situation is joyous, but you are my joy. And I think a lot of this is also looking forward, looking at to what God is about to do. And if you look at this text, one of the things they said is that they were looking forward to seeing Jesus return. They were looking forward to, to his, and then it's a hard word, the, the wrath or wrath of God, the way you pronounce it. But they knew that God would bring justice. And I guess that gave them a, a, a peace, but also more than anything, a joy knowing, God, you are in control. Even if when it seems doors are closed, even when it seems maybe the answer that you were hoping for doesn't come, but Lord, I, I know you are in control. I know we are going to persevere. I know that you're going to change this around. And I, and I think a little bit about this, um, this community, and it reminds me of, of our prayer for the outpouring, for an awakening. It, it reminds me that even though, and I, I grew up believing that the great, great revivals that are going to come or the great awakening that comes over our land would be almost carefree, almost there would be no problems, no difficulties. But when I started to really study and look and talk with Pastor Rod and other, other people about, you know, what, what, do, what do we expect for a great revival? What do we expect? I'm, I'm looking at Scripture again. I found, actually, our great revivals will come with great tribulation as well. We, you know, the, the greater the light, the greater the darkness as well. And it's not something to see with sadness. And if, if something here in this text, you see that these people turned from idols and they saw revival. They, they turned from their sin and their, and their ungodly ways and yet they, you know, they became a community of believers that brought transformation. And we, we you know, as people, we stand out better in the dark. We, 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 you know, when we are, are people that are the Spirit of God, are filled with Him, we, we really do. We, we, we shine better in, in dark places. And so I, I, I had to renew my, my thought because so I, I, I kind of grew up thinking, oh, revival, an outpouring, and an awakening of the Spirit. You know, everything's going to be better. The, the churches are going to be filled. You know, we're going to see schools and universities coming to God and people preaching the gospel on TV. And, every, and the, you know, when you look at the Scripture, you see that actually, you know, it got really bad as well and difficult. But yet the church seems to flourish in that even more. 
To me, these things stand out. These people of perseverance, they knew that Jesus was coming. They knew that, they, that Jesus had been raised from the dead, and they knew that He would deliver them from the, the wrath or the wrath of God. They understood these things. And that, that made me think a lot about the psalm that I read to you, because it's, it's when we, you know, we, we, we do need a place where we cry and come before God and say, Lord, this is difficult, this is hard. But when we come out of our secret place, when we come out of our, our time of prayer, we should say, Lord, you know, you, you, we've rested on you. You are going to take care of this. We need to be the people of influence, the people of perseverance. We need to be the people of blessing to our communities, in our churches. We need to connect. We need to stop searching around and, and, and just moving from one thing to another, but really be, okay, this is where you called me. This is what you want me to do. Let's go for it, God. Let's, let's continue. There's a work to be done. There are people that are needing to hear you and know about you. And you've made me a person of that influence and of, of perseverance. And so, in the psalm, it's saying about how, you know, the eyes of the Lord are... Uh, no, sorry, verse um, 17, and, and it says, When the righteous cry out for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. I think, again, just thinking about Paul and thinking about the leaders, as they looked at this church, they knew... Wow, you as a community, God is bringing you out of this. You as a, as a church, God is lifting you up of this. And you're being a blessing from one generation to another. I want us to pray. I want us to ask the Lord to, to, to minister into our hearts as we pray, as we, as we come before Him. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. And we are grateful for your church. We are grateful for your bride and your body, Lord. Well, Lord, we ask you to enable us to walk in the works of faith, to operate in the deeds of love, and to be immovable in the hope that is in Christ. And Lord, I ask you that you reveal to us that we are loved and we are chosen in you, Christ Jesus. We pray, Lord, that the gospel that continues to go with power through our church and our community, Lord, in that power of the Holy Spirit that brings deep conviction into lives, Lord, Bring, Lord, that repentance, genuine repentance to, to this nation, Lord. An outpouring and an awakening of your Spirit on this land, Lord, we pray. Let us see it in this generation. Let us see it in the next to come, Lord, Father. We pray for that, Lord, that we see a great harvest. And make us people of perseverance, Lord, who stand out for your glory in, even in darkness, Lord. And teach us to watch and pray. Teach us to keep vigils. Lord, Father, and knowing that you're coming for your church, knowing that you died on the cross, but you also rose from the dead and the tomb is empty. Lord, that you overcame all. And we want to know, Lord, Father, we want to know, Lord, about your, your kingdom, Lord. Keep our hearts steadfast on you, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. And Father, I also pray for healing for those who are affected in, in their bodies in any way. And I pray right now, Lord, for those... Uh, and the Lord just showing me just this, um, the right ear and, and pain or, or like an infection in the right ear. And I pray for that healing in that area, whatever it's been. Maybe it's been chronic, but I, I pray right now, Lord Father, just to, to release that in Jesus' name. And any other pains, we pray for any, uh, any uh, migraines or co consistent pain in the head, Lord Father. We pray for that. Father, that you shine your light and your healing touch in bodies, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.